I feel that a lot of times where we use tools for gaining insights, that's probably sits within the psychic field more the intuitive field. Because the intuitive stuff is kind of things that are inside of us. It's almost the core abilities themselves, the clairs. Where if you're bringing in tools, like we've just saying, tarot reading, if you're working with tools, you're probably kind of edging towards psychic skills, but I imagine you're using your intuitive skills on top of that. Hi, I'm Gemma Petherbridge, and this is the Higher Self School podcast. Each month we explore topics that are perfect for the spiritually inclined and curious. So, if you're part of the awakened generation, this podcast is perfect for you. everybody welcome we are now entering the month of October I love this month I don't think it's a surprise I'm sure everybody listening is like yeah no I love this month as well Samhain Halloween is around the corner we've got that beautiful change where autumn is really progressing into the darker aspects so we can see that winter is coming and for me it's the time where I kind of like wearing my coat, my scarf, my hat, like that's the time of year I really enjoy, but with still the sun, you know, so yeah, October is one of my favourites. Now I am sat here, early morning, coffee at hand, so I'll try and not sound like I'm uh, drinking as we go. Uh, we had a late night with puppy not feeling her best, um, so I hope you can't tell, I'm not going to I'm not saying grouchy or complain, you know, none of that. I'm just saying, just setting the mood and uh, telling you what's going on. And I'm wondering if you're hearing my voice, basically. Um, side note, random one, since I finished, but both books are submitted now. In fact, if you go to um, Amazon, you will see next to my name, we, there is now three books. So they've already put The Crystal Plan, which is book two, launches March... 14th I want to say uh, 2024 and the book after that drumroll it has a name it exists its uh, cover is on Amazon and it's called The Crystal Almanac and that is one of the reasons why I am bringing in the energies of the seasons because it's been my living breathing experience at least for the last year but if you know me you know I love the energies of the seasons the moon cycles all of that so the reason I'm saying that is I've noticed when I was writing the books I was struggling to actually talk it was like all the communication was coming out with I'll say the pen but you know these days the typewriter and my voice was off and it's still like that so again let me know it's interesting you guys know me you, you listen to my voice a lot I can feel it there you know there's a sort of a throat chakra thing going on and I haven't slept so I'm just heads up but also feel I really want to record right now anyways now before we start talking about the energies of the month I have some news to share about some courses that are coming up and I also want to explain um, this month, it's Halloween, I wanted to do a witchy Halloween-esque theme for the month so I'm going with psychic development. Um, I will start today by defining what I think that is and why it's different to intuition and just giving my perspective 
on that, but we've got some amazing people coming up. Um, the first, to be fair, I say the first, Chris and I haven't confirmed the order yet of who's showing when. So I say that. I believe Paige is first with, uh, and she is from Prism and Flair. She makes the most gorgeous Oracle cards. As I say it, I bet you know which cards. And then we got Cardsy B, which many of you probably know. She is, she's international. They both are. Um, Paige is, I was up early recording with her in Australia. Cardsy B is based now in Miami, but she is from New York is where a lot of people know her from, but further back she's from Pennsylvania, the loveliest people, lovely, and um, yeah, the the third one is still a secret, so we'll, we'll wait on that one, but this is an interesting month with really interesting interviews coming up, so my job today is to create the baseline, and they are fully going to dive in over the next few weeks and really build on what I'm going to say, and of course we've got Rachel at the end coming along sharing talking to me, sort of rounding off the month. But yeah, I wanted to speak first about some courses I've got coming up. Of course, I'm Miss Crystal Girl, I have been for quite a long time now. But for me, that's been predominantly crystal sales, although my passion is teaching about crystals. And when I do teach, people always ask for more courses, particularly a crystal practitioner course. And I've been promising it, knowing it's coming, but it just wasn't the right time. There's no other reason for it. It just, it was definitely a truth that would be happening. It's just, I didn't know when. And so there are three courses I want to tell you about. As I start to talk about the practitioner, I will start there. We have a date in the diary. It starts the first level one, roughly 12 weeks. I'm still planning it, but I'm at the stage where there is a plan and I have to record the videos. Um, I'm working with Rosie, who's gonna be my business BFF over the next few months. Rosie is creating all the, like bringing everything together for me so I can create the content, um, do my teaching and everything like that. She will be the person that's fully supporting me and both of us are really excited about this, especially when the website launches in the next few weeks and you see what the new branding is like. It's really ancient stone, Egyptian, um, people walking through, you know, the ruins, the megaliths, looking up, really vast kind of expansive images, but also quite ancient. And then the crystals that we've picked as well, they have that wisdom, like the wisdoms of the emeralds and things like that. You're going to love it. And knowing that is the, how the Crystal Mystery School is the name of the school, how it's going to be presented is quite inspiring for me. So if you are interested, send me a DM. There will be an offer for the first 10 people who join. This is the beta stage of the course, so it's a good price anyway. But the first 10 people get a really good offer. And there will be things like payment plans and stuff like that. I fully support understanding people's different life experiences, you know. So there will be payment plans. This course is going to be big. It's 12 weeks but I want you to come out the other end, not just knowing theoretically, but you will be a fully qualified, able, practicing, have at least five hours under your belt of practice time. And that is not a lot. Like I, my aim is that you could also be charging within say week five. So quite quickly, we will get you to the point where, you know, if you need to make money back from the course, 
quick, you will be there. I've, I, I think it took me so long to write this because I knew exactly what people, like I've done so many courses, what people really need to really not just sign up for a course. It's not that it's be really embody what the course offers. And interestingly, it will also include a Reiki training, Reiki one, because they really complement each other well and one will help you do the other. Level two of the practitioner will give you level two training. And I we start with as much training into how to be intuitive or develop your intuitive skills as we will crystals. And if that is an alarm bell for you, because you're like, I am not intuitive, everybody is. It's just we kind of see how they do it on TV and we think it's done that way, where our bodies communicate to us in multiple ways. And in fact, listen to this episode because that's one of the things I'm going to speak about. You will also, though, especially like there is the option where you can have one-to-ones with me. And if you're struggling with your intuition, the one-to-ones that will be offered will help me get you there. I promise you, you everybody's intuitive. That gut instinct, the survival mechanism you know, you're here because your ancestors survived and learned that and it's in your DNA and it's bringing it out. So we all have some aspects of intuition, just then there are other aspects we can bring in. And from there, you become the most amazing crystal practitioner, of course, because you start to intuitively know what the person needs, what crystals to bring in, the crystals wave at you in a particular like energetic way when you're connected. And it means you don't have to put as much pressure on yourself for getting it right. You just trust your intuition, your higher self does the work, as does the person's higher self, the person that you are working with. They're actually doing the healing, you're holding space, and it's tapping in and understanding what they need from you. So that's the Crystal Practitioner course from the Crystal Mystery Schools, which is such a cool name, I love that name. As well, um, I will be doing many more smaller courses. We're thinking like three weeks, Russ and I are having these conversations now, three weeks, seven weeks, seem good, could go above, could go below. Um, The three-week prime example, I'm going to do a three-week introductionary course. There's no date in the diary for that one yet. But if you're very new and you're like, I wouldn't mind listening to Gemma's teachings, but I'm on day one of crystals, that one will come through soon, as will people who are other practitioners who want to start to understand how crystals would be used in their industry there'll be a a course for you as well, a smaller course. You will not be qualified at all in crystal, in a crystal practitioner because you're dealing with energies and there is a lot of responsibilities for that. And although I know out there, there are courses that are quite quick, there is so much more you can do. And my, my course therefore is 12 weeks for that reason, but there will be a little like, this is how crystals can merge and support your industry. So that's a course coming up as well. If you want to be on a waiting list, send me a DM. You'll be the first to be told when those ones go out. But this month, I have two courses ready and going and launching. One of them is via myself. Um, It will be through the Crystal Mystery School as our new website launches. And it's called The Crystal Temple, A Soul Journey. And it's a seven-week course. We're using crystals. You'll have £150 worth of crystals sent through the post. So if you like this one please contact me soon because I need to get the crystals to you ASAP. So they start, it's the third week in October, this course starts and I need to get the crystals to you for that. And um, 
all of this information will be in the bio including the dates and everything okay so i'm not saying too much because it's all there is and it's yeah it's a crystal temple soul journey and each week we use crystals to connect into energies of the past so you can understand who you are in past lives we will do the moment your soul was created uh, uh, Mu and a Lemurian will do Atlantis, Egypt, we go to Stain, Stonehenge, all the sort of pagan Saxon heritage that many people even around the world have because of how, you know, how we've kind of spread out. We will do your current blueprint, who you are now, what your current soul has aspired for you to do in this life, and we will do a future life. So there's a lot. Um, and I don't think I've even listed seven there. That is, I'm really excited to do this course. If you're interested in that, send me a DM again. It's in beta stage. So it's a friendly price, hint, hint. And the other one is I am very lucky now to be a teacher at the College of Psychic Studies. And in the next few months, I have a few courses with them. In fact, I have two this month. I have a Lithomancy one-off course, an evening, online for both of these I'm going to share. Lithomancy is using crystals as oracle decks. So all crystals have got properties and meanings. So you can imagine they lend themselves to be used as oracle cards. And that is that course. That's what I'll be teaching at that moment. The other one is a crystals and goddess course. So all crystals have very particular energies that match other things. So in my world now, I almost see everything as a crystal you know there are people out there who see life in colors and colors come through for me it's crystals and all crystals have different meanings so they're like tarot cards in a way they've all got their own you know you could put a crystal on a tarot card for sure and it'd have the same energy to it as that particular tarot card does and therefore particular crystals can help you connect to different goddess energies and that's what that course is about we will, it's two hours for two hours a, a night for six weeks, where the first hour we will explore, I'll introduce the goddess, the energy, why you would work with them, how that particular deity, like its history, uh, symbolism, all of that. I'm really excited because more and more and more I'm getting into goddess energies as well. And then in the second hour, oh, in the first hour as well, I will also bring in the crystal, explain how to work with it, explain why those energies, how they match up, how you can use one to connect to the other. And the second hour is all about creating that connection. And the underlying sort of progression of that course is we go through the elements. So we start with ether, okay, the most kind of high highest frequency and we go down to earth which is going from really manifesting and considering at a soul level going into creating things in the physical world so as we go through the six weeks I will bring in those themes but I'll also bring in the themes that are related to it so earth is manifesting you know and there's there's like a change it's a beautiful time of year to do it we are in the autumn season that is the element of water which i'll speak more about in a minute so it's about emotional work releasing the old there's sometimes like a change like a breakdown for breakthrough moment you know you get rid of the old stuff and then you're like aha what can i do with this space and the goddesses are bring in as we go from ether air fire water uh they will do that 
they will be there to help you do those healings that we naturally go through this time of year and you'll finish at Christmas or just before to be fair the beginning of December within a manifesting earthy manifesting energy and actually if you've attended my Yule classes which I love talking about you can imagine we gift there's a lot of plentifulness abundance at crystal at Christmas at crystal at Christmas it is a manifesting time of year so it's lovely to leave you with that energy so both of those will be in the bio if you want to read more uh, as will with the lithomancy if you want the crystal practitioner send me a dm because it's a bit too soon to have information but with any of them just it's my instagram now is Gemma petherbridge just send me a dm and i will make sure you get that information all right i have chatted for 15 minutes but to be fair it's been nice to to share there's a lot coming up i won't do this every time it's just because there's so much lots of change all in in good good reason Okay, so I'm going to start by sharing the energies of October and then I'm going to speak for a little bit on being psychic, what that means and how it's different to intuitive work. Like I was just saying, so we are now in the middle of the summer, September it begins, October is the middle, November is the end. So there is like, this is the month where I have the most potent raw energy of autumn but they also build on each other. So there will be a lot in November as well. But on top of November's energy, we start to get the air energy of winter. So it's harder to experience what autumn really feels like at the end of November. So that's why like, this is the month if you want to understand the energies of autumn, October would be the time to do that. We have just had... Uh, the equinox, the autumn equinox, which is all about pure balance. It's the moment, It's and it's not absolutely perfect. Scientists now, they're like, well, technically, it's a little bit off, but it's, it for our ancestors who would not have had the science abilities to know for sure, it was the moment, the, and it is a moment, it's not a date. It is the moment where light and dark are equal, day and night are equal perfect balance throughout the world and it's the moment of balance and it's very healing as you'd imagine for the world it brings everything back into equilibrium and it's a time to embrace that from that same day it's no surprise we go into Libra season which is the scales the balance so as we enter October we are entering in the Libra season so if you're feeling a need for self-care or want to honour yourself as much as other people, or maybe very much with Libra, you're potentially also seeing where your relationships are out of balance. Are you giving too much for someone else and you're not receiving the same back? But also be aware where you're doing it, yeah? So we're very good at like seeing where we don't feel we're getting enough, but also check in, like, is this happening? Am I doing this to somebody else in a different way? That is the Libra lessons and it's balance. And of course, balance can be in all different aspects of our life, including like hormones, emotions, all of that. And autumn is, the energy is water, it's the emotions. So that ebb and flow, that back and forth can be the emotions, can be hormones, all of that as well, especially as we're changing. We are going from the upscaled energy of the summer into the dark of the winter. So we will 
feel our bodies like sinking and changing. So that can be, the emotions can be that as well, that change. And there's an awful lot of people who just feel that, feel a sadness, a, a pang of sadness when they need to be in more. You know, they don't necessarily look forward to the winter and therefore the water element. If that is you, if balance is key right now, I really recommend Ocean Jasper Crystals because as their name suggests, they are a water element crystal that deals with the ocean masses of water. So it's a real expert in this field and the oceans of emotion. So the ebbs and flows of the tide in the body. And therefore it's also a really lovely crystal for the moon because that is how, you know, as you guys I'm sure know that the moon affects the tides. So if you're getting into your connection with the moons as well, that could be a lovely one. And if you feel the moon energy quite dramatically, the more I connect to the moon, the more I'm finding I do not sleep that time of the month, you know, like the full moon, new moon, I don't sleep, um, which is ironic and is so common in spirituality that you're like, hold on, now I'm connected to you. Surely I should sleep better. Yeah, it's funny how that doesn't happen. And I think everybody in this industry is probably where I am. And I'm sure all you guys listening, because I speak to many of you quite regularly. And if I haven't, send me a message. Tell me who's listening. You know, you do wonder. I'll get people go, oh, I listen to this all the time. And I'm like, I had no idea. But it's so lovely to hear from you. Or please leave a review. That's the other way that I get to know you guys are out there. And I can see the numbers, you know, but still. Sending you all, all a virtual wave while, you know, while I'm thinking of you. Okay, so we go from Libra energy into Scorpio energy. And there's no surprise that Scorpio is in the height of the ocean or the water element season. Scorpio is, and in each, I'm saying this, I'm getting my, my words tongue tied. Each season, there are different elements with the star signs, and we generally have a layering where there'll be, like we had Leo in the fire. Leo is fire in the summer months, so it's fire on fire. For the autumn, Scorpio is water on water. So I hope that makes sense to people. So it really amplifies it. It is is at its peak, and of course, it's at its peak in the middle of autumn. And the reason I think this is the case and this is a little thing I talk about in the book um, Crystal Almanac is I think if we had to do the deep emotional work in the winter time really mid-winter our energies are already low we're more likely to end up on real negative trains of thought if we're also asked to do the emotional big stuff then so actually we're asked to clear it beforehand so there's lifts we're lifting the negative emotions before we go into the deeper parts of winter. So there is a beautiful way that these energies work. And Scorpio, think of the scorpion uh, and the shell and how it will sort of clamp back. It will fight us when it will go for us if we provoke it. And that is the emotions that we are working with. We're working with the emotions that when we consider that they exist in us, there's a pang of pain or bitterness, or it's just a really icky negative energy. So think of guilt, resentment, um, having a mind block, all of the big stuff, 
you know all of the longings and wishings that we'd done something right like different in our lives regrets all of those you know you think of a regret it's quite a dense icky quite a dark energy to it so Scorpio season asks us to look inside and go for those heal those so even journaling this time of year would make a massive massive difference so just be aware of that if you feel that's coming up Scorpio season it will release but also it's showing you what's available to heal and even uh, giving permission okay I see you you know what do I need to know about you journal find out what's going on will bring in peace and will help these energies lift and then of course end of the month October 31st and then kind of into the first is Samhain which is the traditional name for Halloween so yeah this is the moment it's the last harvest in the wheel of the year in the pagan uh, Celtic background to what is now the witch's wheel of the year and in fact it's also in the the witch's aspect the wicker aspect of the wheel of the year this is Samhain is their new year and there's something I really like about it. I can't put it in words too much yet, but they go, they do the dark months before the light months and their days start as the moon comes up, as the dark comes. And there's something, so they're, they're in another way of saying that, they, their days start at dusk, not dawn. And it feels really optimistic to me that they do the dark before the light. And I think that kind of sums up those kind of people. And it feels like an energy that I feel very familiar with and it feels the right thing for me. So yeah, to them it's their new year. It is also the third harvest. So we have three harvest festivals a year and it's the moment there would have been a fire festival. The animals would have been taken from the outside uh, fields into pastures, winter pastures to keep them safe. Some of them would have been slaughtered. This is why it's a harvest. So as a veggie vegan, I'm like, oh, find that one hard. But still, it's our heritage. So I think it's important information to understand. So you can imagine there is the reason this is a time of year where we focus on death so much is, yes, that's that's an aspect of it. It was literally happening at that moment. And also the animals that were going to be OK, they would run past the fires, not too close, but near them to protect them as they go into the dark months, as did everybody else want to be near the fires as a symbol of protection. On top of that, this is a time of year where everything, nature is dying back. So there is that receding energy. So that is why Samhain has got this kind of, you know, in this um, maiden mother crone, we are very much in crone energy, the dying away. And therefore, because there's so much of it, because nature is also offering that energy naturally, it is the second of two times a year when the veil is thinnest between the living and the dead. The other one is when the souls are ready to come back. So we focus on that. But this is the one where we focus on the souls that have left. That's also why we have Day of the, the Mexican cultures have Day of the Dead. And they honour them and they go and sit with their family members in the graveyards. And there is something, again, really beautiful about that and honouring the ancestors. And don't forget, this would be the moment where we would go into rationing 
back in the day. So honoring our ancestors made sense because they were brave in a way that we can't really comprehend. And they knew they had to be very careful through the winter months to get them to February when the ewes would start um, to be able to feed again and they would be able to eat, like have fresh food rather than preserved food. So everything on oh, the other thing to say with that, this is the harvest where anything that was not um, harvest by Halloween had to be left. So there was an urgency to this time of year, which probably fits with Libras wanting to get things planned, which sits in, in September's energy. Then we go into, so that's Virgo, sorry, Virgo planning, preparing. Libra is balance and rationing, of course, is quite, a, you know, it's quite an intense version of balancing. So this was also a day where there was a lot, the tradition was to be scrying, uh, psychic development, all of that, getting wisdoms often, especially young women would have been wanting to know who they were going to marry and getting wisdoms on stuff like that. So there was a lot going on. It really lovely time of year for me for my other people are probably like sorry we're talking about death Gemma why is it a lovely time of year because it's full of the things that I've found myself drawn to over the years and I bet there's lots of people here who feel the same so from there I'm going to start uh, talking about psychic skills now I find this an interesting topic and I was actually doing, I don't like to research these topics when I speak to you as much as I used to because I quite like to just take, use my, what I've learned over the years as examples now rather than double check myself, like trust that what I'm saying works because I've been doing it for so long. But I just wanted to do a bit of research this time because for me, over the years, I've started to believe that intuition and psychic development are the same thing. And I was wanting to see if that's what other people feel. And pretty much most people do seem to feel that they are. There's an interesting difference though, which I do sign up for. So I think when you say you're psychic, for one, you're probably saying it because you want to offer that as a skill to someone else. But intuition is more of you tapping into your own intuition. So I think that's the key difference. It's almost, you know, if you see a tarot reader and a astrologer they and astrology as well there's a lot of them that are using their intuition to pick out the most relevant things at the moment you have to do Akashic Records readings which is connect if anyone's ever wondered what an Akashic Record reading is that is if you believe your soul has lived many lives your soul has this soul blueprint every life there is a plan of what you want to learn that life and therefore there is an Akashic Records there is a record of everything your soul did from the moment it was created up until this moment and potential future events as well. And that's kept by your Akashic Records keeper who know you the most because they would have been there with you from the start. And they are really good communicators for someone like myself. They know exactly what to tell you right now that's gonna be the most useful for you. And since I've been using like this technique, it's really changed how I do readings. I love it. I can't recommend it enough and also the results for so many people are just light and easy and they understand themselves more and they feel more connected and they know where they're going. Um, there is no pressure with this. Yes, this is your reader saying this is where in theory you're going but you have complete free will but it really does energise you as well to go and try new things. So I recommend Acacia Records reading because that's my baby, that's the one I, I really love. 
But yeah, so that would be one difference is psychic skills. You're probably, if you're a psychic, you're probably getting paid for those skills where intuitive is probably like a personal thing. And on top of that, because a psychic skill you're getting paid, there is another level of, you've probably really up-leveled that skill and you're probably quite, it's quite honed in by the time you would be charging for it. Although to be fair, there are people you don't have to feel you're the best at it to start offering it because I find when you, the key, this is a bit of a side note, but I think it's useful for people. If you feel you could do this kind of work, start to just start with your friends, start because the for me, and I think a lot of people, the hardest thing is saying out loud what you're feeling or seeing, however you your psychic skills work or what you're hearing. And that moment where you say something and you're waiting for the person to say something back to affirm is hard. And I completely honour that. Um, my experience is, in a reading, the first few things I say feel a bit like we are setting a bridge between both energies, me reading their energy and their energies. And sometimes it's not off, but it's not the best first or second statement. But when they come back and say, yeah, but, and they'll make a statement, that seems to open up more and then it flows. So do start the conversation with someone. If they disagree with you, I don't really get disagreements, but I'll get yeah, but it's not completely where I want this reading to go. Or of course, the Acacia Records readers know more of what we need than what we do. But what I'm trying to say is start practicing, start giving readings, allow the throat chakra to work this way. When I first started doing readings, my throat chakra, and it's doing it now because I'm about to talk about the moment that this used to happen, it's my throat chakra is tightening up. But I would get scratchy voice that goes up the cough. <coughs> wow. <coughs> I was saying that since the book, um, my throat chakra is almost tired. So it's probably that as well. What was I saying? Yeah, there is this fear of what people would think of me, like it almost witch's wound, what people would think. Am I safe to say, like to show myself as psychic? And it was all in the throat and I would do readings and then I'd have a scratchy, funny throat for a few days and then I'd do another reading and it'd be the same. And I just carried on, like I heal as I go and I wear blue a lot. If you see me in blue, I do kind of like blue. Electric blue is my favourite colour, but also I think because... I need it for my throat chakra. You'll see me in electric blue a lot. And I'd recommend the same. Um, blue, support yourself if you're going to go into this work. But start to do it because the skill of saying out loud your intuitive thoughts is almost its own thing. And maybe that is key to psychic work as well. And maybe creates the difference. Okay, so the other thing that I would highlight is I feel that a lot of times where we use tools for gaining insights that's probably sits within the psychic field more the intuitive field because the intuitive stuff is kind of things that are inside of us it's almost the core abilities themselves the clairs where if you're bringing in tools like we've just saying tarot reading i'm running a scrying course actually this month as well so scrying mirrors are black obsidian mirrors that you hold 
you look at a bit like if you looked at the sky and looked for the the shapes in the clouds a sky mirror is the same you just ask a question look at the mirror and just see what images come through and it's all symbolism a lot of intuition and psychic work is symbolism so that's something else the more you learn about symbols in the world the more the universe can show you symbols and kind of communicate through them with you so there is scrying there's classic tea leaves there's all these things um sawain there's beautiful stories of you know um dunking for apples we supposedly put our hands behind our back and we have to try and get an apple out of water before that what they would do is they would peel the apple put it in the water and someone would do this so they've got their energy in the apple peel because they've cut it themselves they put it in the water and they look to see if the apple peel turns into an initial and it's meant to be the initial of the person they're going to marry there is so many different things uh if you know the crystal bismuth that melted down put into water creates gorgeous uh, shapes it reforms so bismuth is a metal from the periodic table but when you melt it down and you put it in water it shifts the atomic structure it becomes a crystal and actually it's kind of a cool one to talk about right now for me it's one of the crystals for the libra season and the virgo season because it puts things in order a crystal needs to a full matching repeating atomic structure to be a crystal otherwise it's a rock or a metal in the sense of bismuth so when we put it in the water it becomes a crystal it reforms and creates structure which is very much the energy of this time of year as well but people would also do that over halloween to see what images came up to see if there were clues so anything looking, like I said, looking at the clouds, looking at water, the reflections, it's all phrased as scrying and is looking at something to focus the mind so that we're still enough that information can come through in the visuals that we see, but also in our mind. So there is all these different ways of using tools, watching smoke go up and create shapes, all different aspects of that. So I would say as well, if you're working with tools, you're probably kind of edging towards psychic skills, but I imagine you're using your intuitive skills on top of that. Now, the key thing that I want to share, and I say this a lot, but it's so key, is when we watch the films, people we see, I don't know, we'll see a priestess in an ancient temple just channeling information, i.e. just speaking and doing decrees, just making statements. That could be happening internally in so many different ways that we think people just gain this these insights and start speaking. When I do my Akashic Records reading, all sorts is happening. And I'm also slightly, my energies are slightly shifted to pick up on it. So I'm not trying to find it, it's coming through. So, and I'm gonna be descriptive as much as I can, although sometimes, this is esoteric enough that I struggle to understand what's going on myself. I will get my eyes are closed normally. I think that's more so I'm because it's so introverted. It's an introverted exercise for me. Other people will see if they if you're a medium, which is definitely a psychic skill, you could be seeing the people around others. I need to have my eyes closed to, to do mediumship work. I need to go internal. And then even if I'm seeing someone's ancestor externally, it's, it's in my third eye that it's happening. Normally though, my eyes are closed. I'm trying to be relaxed. I'm considering a person's question. 
and it's the energy of the question that creates the answer and I may get a train of thought, literally a thought. The answer is in a thought. So it could be a train of thought in the mind's eye that I then share quite quickly. It kind of comes out my mouth. I sometimes see images, um, not regularly, but I will get an idea. And if I do see an image, I will describe it because I, th it's not the regular way I work. And therefore it's almost like I've intuitively feel I need to describe it because it's something they need they need described to them that's why it's coming through as a visual what else happens um it's very multifaceted I'll get knowings just like downloads of understanding like I won't know about someone and then I will generally this is why I'm saying also please just speak if you're getting into this work start speaking because I'll get a bit of information and I'll say it and then I get the whole picture, like the whole knowing comes through and I can be like, oh, okay, so now I understand you need to do this, 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 this for this reason and it all comes through together. Their ancestors, their angels, their guides, they can come through and I'll feel energies next to me and I'm kind of having a little dialogue with them. I may also feel tingles. People feel this a lot. The body reacts regularly in psychic work for me not as much as I think most people because people when I train people in intuitive and psychic development they often speak about their their body reacting so if we get a vis visceral reaction you know if someone says something you get the goosebumps that is your that is that gut instinct coming through so listen to that if something an idea makes you really positive really negative that is the intuition and more recently, I have had, I get pangs of energy in areas of my body, very much normally the chakras. They're like this, like say if someone's overthinking something, I will feel like a little pain in my head. Nothing horrible. As soon as I say the words, the pain's gone. But that is now the record reader's communication to me that they're overthinking. They That's enough information. They don't need to comprehend it yet so just tell them to just take that on board and not worry about it the heart may niggle and that's you know honoring that how important it is for the person or that it's heartbreak I've had like my knees become very like hot or something and it's the fear of moving forward um same with feet things like that so eyes are closed, relax, and there's a lot going on is what I'm saying. And therefore, if you feel you're not intuitive, it's probably because you're seeing these people on the television working a particular skill. Maybe a medium is seeing if there's ghosts in a room. Now that is a very particular skill that is, I would say, quite advanced. Also advanced in the context of feeling confident enough to say out loud what they are seeing, because a lot of us would fear getting it wrong. So that would create imposter syndrome and things like imposter syndrome would lower your vibration and make it harder for you to receive information. So there is a process, you know, you, it's a, it's a learnt behaviour that you build on and you gain confidence. One of the tools I'd really recommend starting with is Oracle and Tarot cards because they, the movement of the cards seems to get us out of our head, out of the fears, and you just trust, yeah? Even if you, like tarot cards, there are a lot more of them. 
and you may feel like you need to learn all the meanings before you get going. You can read tarot intuitively. You can just look at the images, see what's on there and understand. This is where symbolism is so important. Understand what that means to you. And I think that's exactly why I've ended up bringing on two people that work within that industry this month is I've seen people have the quickest shifts and tr lean towards trusting their intuition when they work with cards and you just pull a card every day there's no how there is no real true way to pull cards just shuffle and I am terrible at shuffling shuffling cards I certainly aren't one of those people that can kind of create those gorgeous you know they flutter the cards and they move in beautiful ways no I am terrible um it's not the point you know you're just you've got a question you shuffle thinking of the question and you pull a card that's the right one for you and it's amazing how often that happens and the other thing and I think Paige mentions this she says often you'll get if you don't like the answer and you're like oh no I want a different answer so you naturally you know we're humans we're like oh no come on I want a better answer you pull another card you get the same card that's when we start to be like okay there is more going on here and you start to really sort of go for it. So I hope that's useful. That's my demo. I'm My biggest thing now with this is start maybe with a tool. So you're out of the head. You're learning how to use a tool. Trust you already know this skill. It's inside you. It's just bringing out. And it's very right brain. So if you're a left brain person, be kind to yourselves. This is very new, but it's very available to you. And know that the messages will come in different ways. I do think tools like Oracle cards are a nice beginner one because they work more with our left brain as well because we're doing an action and the result is to look at something. It's more left brain and analyze it and see what's there. And of course, in, in pretty much every, and in fact, all I'd say, Oracle Tarot gets your decks, you'll get a meaning book. So when you're very new, you can just look at the meaning book. When you start to feel you can, you can not look as much at the book and first sort of see what that card means to you and your energy and how it makes you feel. So I thought I would finish by doing a demo Akashic Records reading for the group, everybody listening. I'm just going to have the intention, let's say that this is a message for October, yeah? So, and I'm going to demo how this works, just so, and I'm going to try and describe what happens to me so you get an idea how psychic skills sort of come through us. So, the first thing I need to do, if you are doing this with me, you just relax and close your eyes. And I welcome in, so firstly I protect my energies. If you are commuting to work, by the way, you do not have to stop and close your eyes. Just listen on. Protecting the energies, welcoming all of my guides, including the Kashi Records readers. I'm just doing a few more things that need to be put into place. And then I'm opening the records with the records prayer. Akashic Records Prayer, which I'm just saying in my mind's eye. And I feel the energy shift, and I'm just going to go quiet for a moment and see what comes through. 
Okay, and what's beautiful about this is the energy that I feel, it goes straight to the heart. And yes, I said, Human Gemma said, let's do a message for October, but they're saying they want to speak about psychic work themselves, which is really beautiful. And they want to invite all of you listening, one, just to acknowledge, and I'm getting them, this is a train of thought I'm having, again, just to explain how it feels. So my heart feels very full right now, like they're speaking from the heart. And they are wanting everybody to just consider the idea that we're all intuitive. If the left brain comes in, if the egoic mind is like, I'm not intuitive, this is not for me. Welcome in that you you could be, an aspect of you is because of your gut instinct. And they're welcome, they're asking you to do that because moving forward, more people will operate from the right side of the brain. More people will have their hearts opened and we'll be able to tap in and intuitively understand and support each other. And if you're listening to this, you know, they're like, you guys are the way, the way showers. You, you can already do this work. There's the word trust a lot. And in the context, and again, they are speaking to me with thoughts right now, but sometimes I'll get images. If I need to describe something to you guys, I'd get an image. But they are asking you to trust that you can already do this. And they, if you can, take a breath and then take a slow exhale. And then just listen to my voice in a minute. In a moment, you're going to take a deliberate inhale and you're going to ask, how am I intuitive? What is my skill? And on the exhale, you allow the thought to come. Just do that now. Inhale, lovely and slow. Get to the top, exhale. Okay, and the reason that is twofold. They want you to understand how you are intuitive. What's your first skill? Because you'll learn one, you'll improve one, and then others open. It's a bit of a process you know more and more like I said the body reacting to me is very new where most people start with the body reacting but they also did that as a to me as a message to me to remind you that also we get our intuitive messages come through the crown chakra into the third eye no matter how we then translate it in the body and that the energy coming through and then going out the feet and coming back is always on the breath so if you're getting into intuition, lovely breaths, ideally ask a question, think the question on the inhale, clear the mind at the top, allow the answer to come on the exhale. If you find you're holding your breath, it will stop the messages coming and it's that apprehension of what's going to come. If you feel apprehension, maybe ask a different question because it's, it's, it's a bit too emotionally charged, especially at the beginning when you're getting used to it. Okay, I'm just going to see if there's anything else. They're saying whales and dolphins. Now, I understand why they're saying whales and dolphins. That is a big bit of information and it's saying, right, I'll give you the essence of that. And they're laughing at me now because they know that I need to record podcasts within a certain amount of time. They've just given me a giant topic. Whales and dolphins, okay, are the keepers of the wisdoms in our water. 
Okay, and they're saying this because it's the time of the year, it's the autumn season. We are water element beings in a water element planet. And the reason our souls love this planet is because we the water is programmable with information a bit like crystals. Therefore, we are also programmable. If you're into this, uh, read books on Dr. Emoto, his research. But this is more ancient than that. Throughout history, even before there were humans, the earth, the earth's water would retain information. So we have, the oceans have wisdoms that are held by the whales and the dolphins. That's why we've got to look after them. We've got to look after our waters. But the wisdoms are also in our bodies. So they are sharing that with you. Like there is ancient knowledge inside that is so available to you. You just need to consider that. And again, my voice is going, so, okay. <coughs> this is them as well saying, communicating it is hard, hence the throat chakra. And my solar plexus started to hurt. Because as often for a lot of people, not solar plexus, sacral chakra, a lot of emotions connected to ancient wisdom so be kind to yourself but because we are in the emotional time of the year the water element that information is rel is available to you even more so because the energies are heightened so consider that you just lie down you do those breaths and you'd welcome in the knowledge there's more to it if you want there to be there are levels of wisdoms that you can gain like full downloads and things but just welcoming it in, even if you then fall asleep, it could come through in your sleep or you'll be guided in your every day. OK, they're smiling now. I'm allowed to finish. So I'm just going to thank them. We see them step away. We see all of my other guides, ancestors, angels, spirit guides step away. I say the closing prayer. And then if your eyes are closed with me, you can open them, but do it slowly. And I am going to say goodbye to you guys. Don't forget, if you like any of the sound of those courses, head to the show notes. All of that information is there for you. If you want more, if you like, feel free to always DM me if you've got a intuition, psychic, crystal, all of those, you know, if there's like, I think I am, but this is happening, what does that mean? Of course, just reach out and I can send a voice note reply. But until next week, lovely people, have a good rest of the week. Be kind to yourselves. Like I said, we are in the water element energy. If the emotions are there, listen to them, see what they want. Often understanding them, allowing them to process because actually we stifle emotions especially in united kingdom when they will pass through us quite quickly if we allow them to and yeah i will see you next week lots of love bye guys mm -hmm.